In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the February 5th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And now the news. President Bush unveiled a $3.1 trillion budget proposal that supports a sizable increase in military spending to fight the war on terrorism and protect his signature tax cuts. <sighs> okay. How much was the, the tax? I mean, the uh, the budget? The budget is $3.1 trillion. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Of which... Of which... How much is going the into the military? The Pentagon has a 2009 budget of $515.4 billion. Right. That's the highest since World War II. Right. And that now, that doesn't really begin to uh, no. parse out the amount that they're getting. That's only no, because the it, it doesn't, Pentagon budget. It doesn't include the $70 billion, additional $70 billion that the uh, government is requesting, that Bush administration is requesting for the Afghani and Iraqi wars. Yes. And that doesn't really even... Uh, talk about what they will inevitably ask for more. So it's yeah. really going to be And there are higher. many other programs. Right. Intelligence programs and, right. and, and secret secret programs and, and the general support of defense industry programs that well, aren't... The Department of Energy has essentially been militarized yeah. over the years and so that certainly contributes to the military industrial complex. And it's important to point out that this is more than more than 50% of what the world spends on military. We are more than the rest of the world combined. So there. And he looked to cut, this would be the Bush administration, looked to cut $196 billion over the next five years in health care programs. That yes. sounds exciting to me. Because who needs your health when you have a gun? When you have a gun? Yeah. Well, you can get what you want. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe that's, you can, that you can improve your health when you have a gun. You're armed. Yeah. Tevlar. Medicare for the elderly, Have Medicaid more. for the poor. That those are programs he's looking to yeah, slice off there. Of course he is. Because the poor, what do we need them for? Yeah. They don't do any good. Nope. They just sit around and act poor. It is the eleventh consecutive year that the Pentagon budget has gone up. And if my recall if I'm recalling this correctly, it was around this that time that we were talking well, it was a little before that. We we're talking about the peace dividend. Now that the Soviet Union had collapsed and we didn't have to worry about that anymore. We're going to see a dramatic downturn in military spending, and we would get what we call the peace dividend, which we'd now be able to devote that money to domestic causes that we re- that were in dire need, like infrastructure, education, health care. Are you talking to me? I just want to give some perspective here. Yeah. The, 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 the peace dividend, the talk mm-hmm. of the peace dividend never happened. It never, even, it, never, it never got to a point of serious consideration. Why no, not that? by the government. No, because our, our our leadership failed us. And that would mean that's I'm including Bill Clinton in that. Well, and the other thing that happened was the first Gulf War. That that put a serious crimp in, in, in that yeah. proposal for a peace dividend and, yeah. and gave the uh, then Bush administration yeah. a uh, a new enemy. It, and it and the Pentagon. And look yeah. looking back, it kind of handed off Iraq, the situation in Iraq, to a to a, the next president too, because uh-huh. the Gulf War is in ninety one, uh-huh. 
Right, you are? And there you go. It all dovetails and, so beautifully. And, and Clinton went, uh, yeah, it was in 92. So. More than one million Iraqis have died as a result of the conflict in their country since the U.S.-led invasion of 2003. This according to research conduct, conducted by one of Britain's leading polling groups, Opinion Research Business. That would be the name of the group. So we now have three studies that three say studies. at least 600,000 to a million Iraqis uh-huh. have died that would not have died had the war not occurred. That's right. But the but but according to Bush, the last official word that Bush gave on this was uh-huh. that about 30,000 Iraqi civilians had died. So you have 30 Those are that the ones the, he personally killed. <laughs> Those are the ones that <laughs> he, okay. and on his All right. visit so, over there so with here, the plastic so, turkey. Just to give you some, he took a, a little some time sense off. of the credibility of this administration, the last official word from the Bush administration was 30,000. Uh-huh. Three leading respected organizations who are in the business of doing this yeah. are now reporting that at least 600,000 and possibly a million additional Iraqis have died yeah. in the last four and a half, five years. Five years. Uh-huh. Okay. American forces said that they accidentally killed nine Iraqi civilians and wounded three in a strike mm. aim at militants of al-Qaeda mm. in Mesopotamia, south of Baghdad. Mm. Okay? They admitted yeah, it yeah, right yeah. off the well, bat. They they're, not, they're not even trying to put up a false no, front anymore. Yeah. Okay. We, we thought they were senior al-Qaeda officials. Right. According to U.S. military... A senior al-Qaeda terrorist who allegedly plotted and carried out attacks against U.S. and coalition forces was killed in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. This just after it was reported that a previously killed senior al-Qaeda terrorist was currently heading up the organization's weapons of mass destruction unit. Is that... Following uh, me on that one? Yeah, I got you. So he was in charge of that. Well, no. Oh, I misunderstood you then. According to the U.S. military, right. stay with me on this. I'm, I'm with you. A senior al-Qaeda terrorist who allegedly plotted and carried out attacks against U.S. and coalition forces mm-hmm. was killed in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. That was last week. Yeah. This happened just after it was reported that a previously killed senior al-Qaeda terrorist was currently heading up the oh. organization's weapons of mass destruction gotcha. unit. He was, Okay. So so, we're, so if you go back and look look at the timeline, wow! One of those top three senior Al Qaeda officials that we claim to attack, right, is now heading up the weapons of mass destruction. Okay, gotcha. Coordination activities for Al Qaeda. One more example of the US, how does that happen? The US. They must they must not go to the to heaven. <laughs> they just get reincarnated. Well, maybe maybe that's that, something going on. Yeah, You're, yeah. I, I was. I w- won't even try and say his name. The one no, that's they, why I didn't. They, 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 yeah. I didn't. It was a little bit even too difficult for either of us to pronounce. <laughs> that's not saying yeah. a lot, but yeah. Okay. I think Posner was his last name. <laughs> I believe his and, name and, was Posner, and you messed it up. I said it was. I said NATO it was. forces in Afghanistan are in a strategic stalemate. This is Afghanistan now. Yeah. NATO in Afghanistan. Yeah. Taliban insurgents there expand their control over a sparsely populated area, and the central government is failing to carry out vital reforms and reconstruction. That means that NATO's in trouble in Afghanistan. I have heard, been hearing lately that Afghanistan is lost from people who are much smarter and much... That's no a more, big place to lose. It, they apparently cannot find it. Well, I think this is a, there is an important historic 
context to, to in order to understand what's going on in Afghanistan, which is that it's never really been a country. It's been it's it is a collection of tribes. Yeah, it has been for hundreds of years, and nobody has been able to conquer this or to to bring it under any sort of central con- centralized control. The British couldn't do it. The Russians mm-hmm. couldn't do it. And we're finding out that we can't do it even with the help of NATO. And now and it's beginning to really ferment as a place for the Taliban to um, – for uh, Taliban resurgence. Yeah. Because, because that's just the nature of the beast. It, you, you can beat them up. Mm-hmm. You can knock them around. But you cannot conquer and centralize a government in Afghanistan. And this is what we've been trying to do, and we're finding out we can't. NATO is finding it out. We already know it. And uh, it just what do you why are you why are you smiling at me like that? What is what it what I was I, just thinking you back pondering, in time, pondering something, I was thinking back in time. Yes, many years ago yes. when you and I were opposed to the invasion of Afghanistan. Oh, well, there you go. It's because and, and we, it, there yeah. weren't many of us that were opposed, but yeah. we we had our reasons, yeah. and I thought they were well reasoned yeah. reasons. Yeah, why you wouldn't want to invade a country that was just waiting to to blow up to right. disintegrate in your hands. Right. Well, you, you're, there's nothing there to conquer really That's right. no, that, that was you the, were going in after what after osama bin laden he was the hot ticket yeah and it was really apparent at that point in time at least you and i i don't know i, I think we're kind of dumb guys generally <laughs> why is it impar- apparent to us that when we went in there chances are we're not going to find this guy right. we, we spent a little bit of time reading our history about the soviet union being there in afghanistan right. and what happened to them right. it, what made us so special that we're going to go in there yeah. and organize a country and and find uh, Osama bin Laden and defeat the Taliban. I don't know. We're, and I don't know. I forgot how many troops we have. I think we have under 100,000 troops in Afghanistan. So we're asking them to essentially take control of the, of the country. It's yeah. a vast country. We're asking them to set up an infrastructure, uh, help uh, rebuild an economy, uh, bring the Taliban under control, control these tribes, these warlords, as they were referred to it the, the, a long time ago, the Northern Alliance and such, and also try to control or or eradicate the largest heroin. We've helped the heroin. Drug. Well, well I know, but, plus. but we don't have enough people to essentially uh, implement good traffic control in a country. We don't have enough troops to do that, yeah. and we're asking them to do a lot of things in addition to try and bring under control the largest production of heroin anywhere in the world. Yeah. And it's the only thing that keeps sustains these people economically. We've it's just we could go on and on. This is yeah. this is a long and drawn out. This German time. Chancellor Angela Merkel and senior members of her government rejected a call by US Secretary of Defense Robert Gates to send German combat troops to Taliban hotspots in Afghanistan. So she's Germany is not behind us in the Afghanistan effort. Well, they're smart. Yeah. Female suicide bombers killed 72 people in attacks blamed on an Al Qaeda blamed on Al Qaeda and two popular Baghdad in at two popular Baghdad pet markets. Wow. Yeah. So these were at pet markets. <clears throat> apparently yep. that's where a lot of people go to pet markets there. Yeah, apparently. Is, is it like PetSmart or something? I don't know. Petco? I don't know. Almost immediately Iraq's chief military spokesman in Baghdad claimed that the female bombers appeared to have Down syndrome. Oh. Apparently they found a severed head of one of them and said that it was distorted. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> 
That's this is true. Oh, well, I'm not making this well, up. Right. I make some of this stuff up. Oh, no, I don't. No, no, you don't. Yeah, ex, ex, you know, the examination of the severed head of one of the bombers led to the conclusion that she suffered from Down syndrome. Condoleezza Rice immediately seized upon the news to decry Al Qaeda as one of the most brutal and bankrupt of movements. In other words, they're they're using retarded people, yeah, as, as yeah, she would say, yeah, to well. to carry bombs and being that are being detonated from afar. You know, I don't know if I would I would trust even somebody with Down syndrome to go to the right place well, with may, the bomb. I know. You I know, mean, I, it's so it's so sad. It is yeah. so it's so horrible. And, and how do you possibly to, tell when someone know is, you know there's a head flies off? You I grab know. the head and and you say, do look, re- yeah, yeah. You look at it after it's been blown off a body in, in a huge explosion, and oh, determine that the person was what I don't know suffering from Down syndrome. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't even. This is just so grim. I don't even know what yeah. to say about it. It's at a Senate Judiciary committee. Committee. That's a, a committee meeting. Meeting. That's a committee meeting. <laughs> I, I got you. You're just. You're, Senator you're, Ted Kennedy. You know him. I do know him. Yeah. Is this Asked Attorney yeah. General Michael M- Mukasey. Right. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. You're yeah. shuffling madly. Over no, no, there. no, no. I, I, that's what I thought you were going to bring it up. It was, he says to him, "Would waterboarding be torture if it were done to you?" That's what he said to yeah. Michael Mukasey. Yeah. And Mukasey said, I would feel that it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With emphasis on the word feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mukasey again claimed that he could not strike a legal opinion on the issue of whether or not waterboarding was torture. I like, I just have a follow up to that. Uh, Senator uh, Patrick Leahy of Vermont said, uh, never mind that waterboarding has been recognized as torture for the last 500 years. Never mind that Teddy Roosevelt, President Teddy Roosevelt, properly prosecuted American soldiers for doing it more than 100 years ago. Never mind that we prosecuted the Japanese soldiers for waterboarding Americans during World War II. Yeah. Never mind wow. that this is a practice of a repressive regimes all over the world. This is not America. Good for you, Patrick Leahy. Yeah, I mean he. That's an. It sort of summarized it very nicely. Uh-huh. Never mind all that stuff. This is just not what we do. This is not us. Well, I think I, I look at it the other way. This is what we do. Well, yeah. Let let let's face it. Yes. And we've been doing this for a while. We know that C- CIA operatives have been torturing we, people for years. Right. But in in the halls of Congress, yeah, those things that he mentioned before, the never minds, yeah. Are are really the the things that matter in this case? Yeah. You're you're in a, uh, a legislative house legislative house here. Yeah, you have the power things, to do something about yeah. it. Yeah. Why doesn't a, a democratically controlled Congress continue every day they're in session pass a law? Just outright that, that do says, it. That just says, ram it through. Yeah. that's all. They, and just and, say, I, and then have George Bush every day yeah. he's in office have to veto a bill that says. Waterboarding yeah. is Water, torture. Isn't torture. Waterboarding is fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, Casey's trying to protect Bush from going from being prosecuted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. President Bush, speaking of President Bush, declared that he has the power to bypass four laws that yeah. Congress passed as part of a new defense bill, including a prohibition against using federal funds to establish permanent U.S. bases in Iraq. Right. So he'd like to establish permanent U.S. bases right. in Iraq, apparently. And he just says, "I can," I, in my signing statements. Yeah. The now infamous signing statements that uh, he is known for prolific use of, he's uh, he's saying there are four things that I don't have to worry about. Yeah, I can just not. What? Where? There is a line here. What? Yeah. What point is this not a dictatorship where 
the executive branch can do whatever they want, regardless of what the uh, judiciary or the... Uh, in about a year. In about a year. It won't be a dictatorship. Yeah. In about a year, the Republicans will be screaming about the overreaching yeah. president. Tax and spend. Tax and spend. Well, we have a new phrase around here at the Weekly Signals. Yeah. We're going to call the Republicans the borrowing bomb. Borrowing bomb. Are you a borrowing bomb Republican? Because yeah. that's what they all... Because, you know, when it comes down to it, a government is supposed to tax. That's one of the purposes of a government. And when it taxes, it's supposed to spend. Now, what it spends it on is is what a lot of debate is about. Yes, It should be responsible. It should be accountable. Those are the two cornerstones of the American uh, governing experience. Uh, Accountability, responsibility. uh, And uh, these are two words that are absolutely no value within the the, within the Bush administration. So I'm going to start huh? asking my Republican friends. And bomb. Next time I hear tax and spend liberal, I'm going to ask you: Are you a borrowing bomb? Write Repo- that down. Yeah, are you a borrowing bomb Borrow. Republican? Borrow because we we're now borrowing at a rate that's unprecedented in the United in American history. We have I think a five trillion dollar but uh, deficit now. Borrowing bomb. A borrowing bomb. There we go. As President Bush continued to spar with Congress over his demand that pending lit- litigation that would examine his warrantless wiretapping program be thrown out of court? Yeah. You know about that? Yeah, I do. He seemed to be furthering what critics see as his contempt for Americans' privacy rights by failing to staff a Civil Liberties Oversight Commission. I heard about this yesterday. Yeah. So the the 9-11 Commission said, we need a Civil Liberties Oversight Commission. Uh, Everybody says fine and dandy, but there's nobody there. Well, there's, they, they, there's they, no, there's no everyone's resigned or gone yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They were fired. Who knows? But they're gone. There's yeah. nobody there. Yeah. And they have not appointed anyone to this uh-huh. commission. So there's, it's really a it, non-commission. It's, it's what they do. It's, it's out of commission. It's they're not funding uh, these, these, uh, these committees, these uh, agencies that they don't like. And now they're not even staffing them. They're not even bothering to – they're not even pretending anymore. Can you do that with the White House? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We yeah. Just don't yeah. staff it. <laughs> don't staff it. You know? There was some talk back uh, a year or so ago when when the Democrats took control of the House of Representatives that they were going to, in fact, defund these these particular departments that were the most egregious in terms of their violations of civil rights and all the rest of it. But they quickly decided that, oh, my God, that might actually we might actually have to stand for something. We better not. We don't want to upset anybody. And uh, so they they backed down on that. They yep. were. They were. Talk- well, I mean, they could defund the war in, in two months if they wanted to. Yep. Anyway, the White House was considering Gail Charney, Charnley. I'm sorry, a scientist who has frequently testified and written on behalf of the energy, pesticide, and tobacco industries to chair the nation's chief product safety regulator. So, I uh, tobacco industry operative lobbyist, pesticide, attorney. energy, tobacco industry lobbyist to chair the. Uh, Product Safety Regulation Oversight <laughs> Department makes, of Government. That makes perfect sense uh-huh. to me. Researchers in Germany discovered that a protein found in semen makes HIV 100 times, 100,000 times more virulent than it is alone. So there's a protein in your serum that if you have the HIV in your serum, well, you can call it the serum. You could call it man serum, yeah. yeah. If you want. <laughs> there's a protein there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes HIV a hundred times more virulent. Wow! Which explains why sexual intercourse is the chief transmitting wow uh, activity for getting the human 
immunodeficiency wow. virus. Okay. So well. they discovered that. That explains a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know what that. I mean, what? The, okay. It's kind of like a booster. Yeah. That's not good. That's not. No, that's it's not, not good. Worth. Microsoft made a forty-four billion dollar bid to acquire Yahoo. Yeah. Well, they're getting their. It's butt, going back and forth. They're right getting now. their butts handed to them by uh, Google. Yeah. So they're making a big play. Big play. Forty-four billion dollars. Uh-huh. The big yikes. Play. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Well, it'll be interesting. I bring that up. You know, who knows what's going to yeah, happen? There'll be a lot of people turning up in trash cans full full of cement over that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was reported that in the six years as a member of the Walmart Board of Directors, that would be between 1986 oh, yeah. and 1992, Hillary Clinton remained silent as the world's largest retailer waged a major campaign against labor unions seeking to represent store workers. So. So here we have, yeah, yeah, and it's true. Well, uh, do you want to just uh, just touch on today's primary stuff? Obama surging, Hillary fading. Yeah. If this election were held next week, I don't think there'd be any doubt as to who would who would clean up, who would be winning. Well, you always say that. You always want to. I do. Cause... Well, yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Next week will be something. They'll discover something about Obama or or Hillary. will get a bump because but you know the... she has a new hairdo. Yeah. It's it's hard to say. <laughs> Okay, all right. Yeah. Let's okay. We'll, we'll this thing will play out by by next Tuesday. We will. I, I like I look at Obama as the first black Kennedy, the first because black, we've already had the first black president. That of course Bill Clinton. Right. Right. Obama is the first black Kennedy. Black Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. He's a very good public speaker. Uh huh. I wish there was a little more meat on the on those bones as far no. as yeah. As there far, isn't any as He's, far as what he actually would do as in, policy. In fact, our, our, our have guest coming up here, Sarah yeah. Posner, has said he's. Uh, a leader who's never led, yeah. which is a good description. Of yeah, it. he yeah. is. And, and I mean, we're all caught up in this, all, the, many of us are caught up in this, uh, his ability to move people. And he is, and that, that's a good thing. It is. Obama is a good, I, I you know, I, I, I can't, given the choice between Clinton and Obama, I go with Obama because I think sometimes the country needs to just be moved and feel good about itself and, right. and project a... Uh, Something to the outside world that isn't a Yahoo. Exactly. The, 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 the contrast could not be more striking, more yeah. stark, to have a gentleman like uh, Barack Obama following on the heels of a gentleman who could barely string a, a complete sentence. And yeah, and we and, can only hope that he put a good staff together. That's exactly. Well, it really that, comes that's down my, to in his administration. That is my hope. This yeah. is my hope is that Obama will surround himself with people who who are who are. More experienced, yeah. More have, have been in the in the fray a little like, like Henry Kissinger, like, <laughs> like, like, a, like a Henry Kissinger, a Richard Pearl, a Paul Wolfowitz. Those yeah, guys, those guys, Romsdale, those guys. They're solid. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah. All right. Okay. Just for what it's worth, here, uh, Giuliani. Yeah. Edwards dropped out. Uh, my guy. Yeah. Sorry, John. The haircut. It's a haircut. I'm you telling you, it's the haircut. Out? And I do think that it was something, it had something to do with uh, Ann Coulter calling him a faggot. I think those two things, <laughs> I think those two things imprinted on people's, in people's brain that he was, he was not substantial. And he never got, he never got over it. I, oh, I, I, yeah. I, do, I, I, do I can't, I can't buy the Ann Coulter thing. I really think that what happens, pe- people are uh, suspect of, of, cute guy. Yeah, he's a pretty boy. Yeah. And I think that, he, That's why I never go anywhere. <laughs> that's why I am why where he I is, am. He has to drive uh, home, lock himself in the house. I mean, he doesn't, yeah. yeah okay. I'm never, I never get any yeah, respect yeah, for the yeah, very same for reason. For that same reason, yeah. 
I, I hear you. Credit rating company Moody's Investor Service said it raised its assumptions for losses on loans backing subprime mortgages as much as 85%. Yeah. In response to deteriorating performance. In other words, we're much worse off than they said we were. Yeah. And yeah. these are the guys who kind of set the, the, the rules and regulations for the game. Yeah. These are the guys. A federal judge threw out a key class action lawsuit against the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers over levy breaches after Hurricane Katrina, saying that the agency failed to protect the city. There's the key thing. The agency failed to protect the city, but its hands were tied by the law. The law literally the law. said I, that, yeah. that they're immune. Yeah. I cannot rule. Even if I believe what you're saying is true, I yeah. cannot rule. What you're saying is true is what essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. saying. You are saying. That the agency yes. failed to protect the city, yeah. but, but we can't do anything But the law says you're, yeah. they, they have blanket immunity. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Morphine's serious side effect oh, is yeah. a painkiller. Its yeah. potential to create dependency. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this. Has been almost completely eliminated in, re- in research with mice by genetically modifying a single trait on the surface of neurons. The study scientists think a drug can be developed to similarly block dependency. So the they think there might be a drug yeah. so the people will not become addicted. With morphine, morphine. there's a, dimin- a law of diminishing return. You have to take more. You're more likely to become addicted. And now they've addressed this issue. I know you have the trash story. Do you want to do the trash story? Oh, well, the trash story. The trash uh, story. It'll be floating for a while. Uh, it'll be floating, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll just because we're, 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 yeah. we're at that point. Yeah. And finally, Ann Coulter said... That if the U.S. presidential election came down to John McCain and Hillary Clinton, she'd campaign for Clinton, stating, I think she's stronger on the war on terrorism. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.